Hello, and welcome to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner, and this is my podcast, where every episode we make a playlist for a life, moment, event, occasion, feeling, whatever, Um, and always with a special guest. Today, we're making a playlist for a nighttime flight with my special guest, comedian, TV writer, star of screen, and my life, my good pal, Ian Carmel. Hello. Hello. Ian Nighttime Flight Carmel. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people call me that and always have. (laughs) I I offered you a couple options for your playlist today, and you picked Nighttime Flight very enthusiastically. I leapt on it. Yeah. Yeah. I take a lot of Nighttime Flight, so it's something I have a lot of opinions about. Why do you take Nighttime? For comedy or going home? Comedy, usually going home, though, actually. (laughs) It'll be like a, uh, you know, Thursday or a Friday after work. Mm -hmm. You jump in the car. Rush to either the Bob Hope Airport in oh. sunny Burbank, California. What a joy when that happens. Or slog to the uh, Los Angeles International Airport. Kill me now. I hate it so much. But here's the thing about LAX, actually. <laughs> Heat wait, is this material? What, what, people, what, <laughs> what people don't understand, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen... No, but like just to get hyper local airport talk real quick on a podcast. It's the worst. That, it's the we've been to so many airports and it is the worst airport. It's so bad for it, the one of the biggest cities. It's the what the airport itself. Here's my theory: the airport itself is actually kind of okay. At least the Alaska terminal that I use to go up to Portland all the time. Because mm-hmm. LAX is almost is that the like, term two. That's six. Whoa. We're talking six right now. Oh, haven't been there in months. You got to get to six. Mm. Six is where it's at. They have mm. a Ford food and drink. <laughs> and uh, I used to go there, and they had uh, they had a lemonade, I believe. I think they still do have a lemonade, oh, that's and nice. they have a, a that's Starbucks nice. where they it move, they they keep it moving. It's always busy, but they mm. keep it moving. But like it's a it's not bad. Like the security line usually moves pretty quick. If six was its own airport, it would be a good airport. But getting in there is so hard. You'll go on Google Maps, and it'll be like <clears throat> from Glendale, where champions live. It'll be like forty five minutes <laughs> to LAX, and you're like, that's not bad. And then you get to like the exit for LAX, and it's another forty-five minutes I've, from there to where you're like getting out of the car. I have fantasized about walking out of LAX, just dragging my would, my uh, suitcase down the ramp onto the the like roadway, being like, "I'm not, I'm not even messing with these cars anymore." It would be great. That would be the plot of La La Land too. Yeah. If she didn't <laughs> didn't make it, and it's her flying back home. Uh huh. And then just, she has a one one woman show about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's walking all over the cars. You know. <laughs> yeah. the The worst part of LAX. Is, have you ever been to the No Man's Land? Oh, no, like, what is satellite? that? There's a oh, well, you have to get in a bus. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. I yeah. did recently. I, I lost my ID for. there once. Oh no. Yeah, and I was so like, well, that's never coming back. That was that's in the swamps of sadness. You had to live there like Tom Hanks. <laughs> Is that Tom Hanks in the terminal? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks in the terminal. Yeah, Tom Hanks as George Clooney, I believe. It was Tom Hanks playing the role of George Clooney. Yeah, that's how I remember it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> reprising his role as uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, a lot of uh, ego. That uh, that has uh, the tenderness behind it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... Tenderness-driven ego. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where you lived. And that's where mm-hmm. you... Let's take it now to an mm-hmm. NPR tone. Mm-hmm. NPR. NPR. So, yeah. Um, I I think that... I, I glanced at your choices. Yes. Um, and I, f- I think that we have a, a different opinion of nighttime flight. I have I have a whole narrative in mind for oh, it. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, mine are peppered in there, too, so I hope it doesn't break it all up. I wish I could. I wish this podcast was like five hours long and I could have done like a 20-song playlist. Because I have these, I'm thinking of mine as tent poles yeah. with almost implied songs in between. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, I kind of would love to... To have it be a longer playlists and or give just you do it all yourself. Yeah, but I feel like that's so much homework for guests. Yeah, like, I know. I know what you, you know mean. What? Yeah, T- take five. 
I ask people on on my podcast, mm-hmm. All Fantasy Everything. A lovely podcast. Check it out. Check out the Eliza Skinner episodes. Thank you. Please do. Exclusively. I was, listen- I was listening to a bunch <clears throat> of them while I was traveling home. This, yeah. uh, this oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's so nice. Yeah. yeah, I did a little run. We, uh, Your fictional characters one, wow, really blew me away. The ones to date? Yes. I, ew, it's insane. <laughs> it's fully insane. It's really crazy. Yeah. I even got, I think I picked the wrong Audrey Hepburn character. I don't think so. Thank I think you. you. Okay, thank you. I think you picked one with a lot of like personality and layers. And when you got to like, you, you got to figure her out. Yeah, you got to figure her he out. You picked Holly Golightly. I picked Sorry, Holly spoiler. Golightly. Spoiler alert. But it's. Yeah. My my favorite of your choices was Morticia. I oh, was thank like, you. I was like, this is where Ian and I can get each other. <laughs> I would love. I would love to be in that. She just. It, you could have such a romantic relationship. She's yeah, so loving she, and supporting. She's all heart. She's all emotion. She can accept love. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. She's not scared to get dark. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, Morticia. If you're if she's listening, she probably listens to this podcast. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hit yeah. me up. <laughs> Hit me up. Raul Julia is dead. Aww. You know? Nah. <laughs> R.I.P. to one of the true gods. Yeah. 20 yeah. years gone. Hey, man, we're all going to do it. Yep. Fuck uh, Morticia. We're, we're all going to fuck Morticia. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to play M. Bison in our last role. Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh, that, but that was for his kids, so that's kind of nice. That was, isn't that? Yeah. yeah. Mm. A champion till the end. Mm-hmm. What were we talking about? Uh... Uh, your oh, your fictional, opinion of oh, nighttime flights. Oh, but it was, I just, because we asked oh, people to put together yes, like yes, 20, because yes. it's a draft. Yeah, so you and gotta. In case somebody takes like all five of the ones you wanted to take, I tell them to put together 20. And I feel bad even about that. And that's just like 20 why. But I think you could get away with 10. Yeah. Or whatever. But yeah. is your, I, I think then, people want to hear. A, that's a long podcast. And people, people like want to hear your, people want to hear your, I think people want to hear your picks. Yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take yourself out of it. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. These are still these are these are uh, the the early development ones. The basement tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these are um, you, you'll you'll come back and do a a twenty song pick. I'm ready for it. <laughs> you could put together a list of people who are like down to do twenty song ones. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll do that. Some of them are short, some of them are long. And you'll do the marathon session. All our episodes are like two and a half hours. Yeah. Not, well, not quite, but two. They are great for long flights. They really are. Yeah, <laughs> and bad for drives to work because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. people listen to half of them. And then you remember. come back and you're like, wait, why are they talking about Raggedy Ann? Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a podcast about our favorite wars. Yeah, Raggedy Ann. <laughs> Probably for 45 minutes we'd talk about that. Yeah. Favorite Rory wars. made a weird choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the toy wars of the 80s. Uh, we want to get into this playlist? Let's get into it. All right. Do uh, I go first or do you go first? I'm going to go first on this one. Great. Um, so let me, the first, I don't know your picks. I know. Is, yeah, I'm excited. Um, so th- my first pick is very, it's a really obvious one okay. for the topic. Yes. It's Joni Mitchell. This flight tonight. I don't know that song. Well, let's play a little let's bit. Let's take. Let's have a listen. She's she's gonna start singing. Don't oh, worry. Yeah. yeah. Look out the oh, that's her. The captain said, "The lights down there. That's where we we'll land." I saw falling star burn up above the Las Vegas sand. All right. So yeah, that's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, Pretty sad one. Yeah. Minor kind of, uh, my, I associate melancholy with a it with sounds, nighttime flight. It is pretty melancholy. And so this song is about her like leaving a lover. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you know what? I'm out. I'm on, I'm on, I'm in the, I'm in the air. Now, why are you, why do you associate melancholy with nighttime flights? Is it because it's such like a lonely yeah. pursuit? Yeah. Because you are all alone. Even with your, even when you're with somebody, like they'll be sleeping or yeah, something. Yeah. You don't share a window. You got, you got your window or you got your aisle or you got your straight ahead. Right. And you're just kind of in your own space. It's very contemplative, and you're leaving something. You're going to something. Yeah. 
but you're also leaving. But you're definitely something. yeah, and you were more comfortable the place you're leaving usually on a red eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's I think it feels like a little pocket in time. I can see that. Yeah. Where are you? Yeah. You're also it is it, it, nighttime flights even with you with if you're with somebody so it does feel kind of lonely. Yeah. A little bit, which can be in a cool way sometimes, but it does feel like you're like your own little. Uh, tube in the sky. Yeah, your own little tube in the sky. It, w- Joni Mitchell. So this song is called "Nighttime Flight." This flight tonight. This flight tonight. Yes. And it's about taking like a uh, a nighttime flight. Yeah. This flight tonight, a nighttime flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She just might. She, um, she does her songs t- for me break down into uh, piano songs and guitar songs. Yeah. And I'll go through phases where I'm like, I love those guitar songs. Get the piano songs away from me. Sure. Too cheesy. And then I'll be like, oh, I love the piano songs. What are those rock and roll songs about? Get those guitar songs yeah, away yeah. from me. Which I'm one like, is Big Yellow Taxi? That's a guitar song. That's a guitar song. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's um, one of the piano ones that's like Schmaltz? Uh, uh, River. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This, is, this song is from Blue, which is kind of her fam- most famous album. Yeah. And so is River. And yeah. that. Uh, I know. never got into Joni Mitchell as much as I should. That's the thing. She, I feel like she's associated with, with middle-aged moms. Yeah. And I blame Love Actually largely for that. But she's actually really uh, complex and interesting. Yeah. She um, she did all kinds of crazy tunings in her guitar. Um, so it, it wasn't just fingering. It was like, you know, she, she tuned the strings all wacky. Yeah. And, um, and she was a big influence on Prince. Was she really? Yeah. Awesome. She got into weird jazz stuff later on in her career, which was a, a little harder to, a little less accessible. But it started off very pop-influenced folk music, also very influenced by... Um, by Bob Dylan, but like she was a poet. Yeah. But then just started singing her poems. Right, right. Um, which I think was part of that Bob Dylan influence. What I like about both of them, um, and I don't like the way Bob Dylan's voice sounds, so sorry. Um, it's you, you should apologize to that, me. I mean, that's what that, I feel like that's the big <laughs> the discussion about him. Um, I do not, do you think it's just a bad singing voice or does it like, or does it actively turn you off when you hear his voice? You're it like, actively no. turns me off. I'm like, just put in some effort. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, it, but both of them, up until then with, uh, it feels like most pop songs and uh, were were very um, emotionally obvious. Like, yes. I am sad. I am happy. Right. I am angry. Let's go rock. And they were like, I'm sad, happy, and regretful, hopeful, and right. And it, it, it was those weird emotions that feel more true. I love you, but I'm depressed all the time yeah, for some yeah, reason. Yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Real relationships. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so when I first started touring. This was this became my like lucky charm song also that I would I would play this so that the plane wouldn't crash. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. 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 I have those songs too. Uh, not on this list actually. I didn't Ooh. put them on there because oh, I'm in them. a dark place and I want the plane to crash. <laughs> you got to keep the, the the mojo sacred. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I don't want to. I, I got to keep it all bottled up for when I need it. But uh, which, so she was like when she wrote this song, it was back in like the '60s, right? Or '70s? Yeah. Or, <clears throat> I mean, late '60s, early '70s. I believe it came out. Oh gosh, I tried to have all the. <laughs> when they show airplanes from that era, they, it always looks so much more glamorous than the airplanes now, doesn't it? Well, people are like smoking and they look gigantic, and I know that's probably just the way they film them. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think that they yeah. So this came out in seventy one, so okay. she wrote it around then. Um, but I think that they were dressed better. But yeah, there's a thing to think about with the with the eras where we think people were dressed better. They had less clothes. They. Had less uh, uh, cleaning options. Yeah, I don't think they smelled better. And, yeah, and they smoked. Yeah. So that was a nasty Everybody smelling reeked. yellow plane. Inside. Right. 
They're all hearkening back for these days. Like men would wear a suit, but the suit stank, and there was like yep. yeah, cigarette butt in the uh, front pocket. Oh yeah, stained armpits, yeah. stained collars, ring around the collar. Is all that a sweaty? thing anybody thinks about anymore? No, ring around even, the collar. No, it's it's gone. Like dishpan hands. There you go. Yeah. So might have looked good, but did not smell so good. So get off my back for wearing sweatshorts <laughs> on the plane. As long as you got real shoes on, I'm not mad. Same here. I know people. I hear people even like on Curb Your Enthusiasm. They rallied against. Wearing shorts on an airplane, I couldn't care less if somebody's wearing shorts. Just wear shoes. Oh man, I, God. I, I had a boyfriend who used to travel with socks in those in slide flip flops. Oh yeah, no, that was no. that was hard to keep that relationship together. It would be tough. Yeah, how do you? Because what do you think? What does that say about you that you're willing to put up with someone? Oh, I made it about him, but thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Right? You got to get out of there. <laughs> I did. I did. You, you can't control someone else's uh, what you they can't, do. You can't. And you know yeah. what? You don't want to be with somebody who you're bringing each other down. No. His, his, his socks are bringing me down. My distaste for his socks was bringing him down. Right, exactly. You got. You got to. Well, you got to get on you that. You were bringing him. You were doing. You were elevating this person. You, you clearly, you got to get on that flight tonight and get out. There you go. Say goodbye to to Br- Vegas. Bringing it right back. Yeah. Now, once you do uh, your your pick. So my first song. I'm gonna set the scene. At this at this point, I've walked through the airport mm-hmm. because it's late. It's been a little bit easier than I uh, thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting. I'm sitting at the airport bar. Mm. I got my headphones in. Oh, okay. Sitting at the airport bar, they're like, uh, I'm like, okay, I got like, uh, I got like 15, 20 minutes. Or I order a double scotch on the rocks. Look at you. Yeah. In this scenario, I'm flying up to Portland. Well, everything's great. I'm flying home. It's a, it's like a Thursday night. I know I'm going to land around 10, 10.30. Uh-huh. So it's like 8 o'clock at, the, at LAX, right? The the drink the drink lands right in front of me. Mm-hmm. I pay for it. And right when I do... <laughs> there it is. This Wait. isn't a flight anymore. It's a pleasure cruise that happens to be 30,000 feet in the air. Are there suddenly ghosts dancing in this bar? There's 100% ghost dancing right behind me. Yeah. <laughs> a ghost bar back? A ghost oh, excuse bar me, back. sir. We didn't give you a coaster. There People you go. are winking at me. It's like a night at the Copa, you know? I'm rattling around the ice cubes. That's the only thing I can hear over the music in my earbuds. There's, a, there's triplets uh, down at the end of the bar. They're all giggling and looking at me. Yeah, and I'm like, ladies, ladies, we're about to catch a flight. I'd love to bring you with me, but the flight's full, you know? They keep saying it. They keep fucking reminding me if you can check your bag. And But nope, I'm not living that world. I'm living in Dean Martin's Ain't That a Kick in the Head. Yeah. It's just... Uh, it's delightful. It turns it turns what can be what would normally be a chore, even when you're flying somewhere wonderful, that kicks in. All of a sudden, it's like a 1960s, like... I could Adventure. Have picked, I could have picked Come Fly With Me by Frank Sinatra. A little on the nose. A little on the nose. Especially after my very on the nose point. But the tr- the, just the trumpets blasting mm-hmm. out on this one. It's or an immediate some... trance. It's like jumping into hyperspace in Star Wars. It's it like also immediate. Made, it also made me think of uh, Somewhere Beyond the Sea. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That would be like, a good one, too. Yeah. Ooh, all that the, would be a good one. All those, like, I'm leaving a lady behind. Like, mine, I feel like it's like, I'm leaving a man behind. Yeah. And I'm... I'm going to loneliness or maybe another one. And yours is like, hey, sorry, sweetie, leaving you behind. There's another on the other side. My number's up. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we're all here having fun. Right, exactly. You know what this was. You know what this, uh, yeah, and there's like a darker part of it. We never get into that. Just the horns. Just the horns. Uh, Yeah, it just kind of like, that that song just kind of like transports me into a place that I want to be mentally. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because, you know, it's so stressful getting on an airplane sometimes. But if you can make it fun, I often find myself doing this in life just in general, tricking myself into a mood using a song and then writing the momentum of that. Oh, you got to. You have to. I say I do music like drugs. Yeah. Oh, that's great. 
That's um, really, which yeah. Sometimes I do downers. Of course, know? yeah. And you just get in a hole and you're just like, oh yeah, I need to listen to these sad songs. Yeah. But then sometimes, exactly, you gotta you gotta pump yourself up. I'm. Are you? A, do you listen to happy music when you're sad to cheer yourself up, or do you listen to sad music when you're sad to really feel it? I listen to sad music when I'm sad to really feel it and to feel uh, com- camaraderie. Like, see, they oh, get it. Yeah. They felt it. All it's the not great just artists. Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All those tortured souls. Me, the guy from Dashboard. Everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, do do you feel that your Portland trips normally pay off uh, with this adventure feeling? Yes. Yeah. Almost all the time. I yeah. feel like that. Actually, I, I asked that as though you were going to say no. Um, and actually, hearing about them always sounds like they this. always. You're like, I ate at the finest establishments. <laughs> I saw the best people. It's a. It, they always pay off. They really. Do, they. I haven't been let down once. There, there's times when I'll feel melancholy, mm-hmm. but it's never when I land on the plane. It's like uh, if I get there on a Friday, it's like Saturday. Saturday at like, well, no, actually, if it's just a weekend trip, the whole thing pays off. But if, if I'm there for like a week, like I just was over the holidays, and uh, it's like Tuesday at like 3 p.m., and I'm like, the, ci- the city the city that I loved was the people who were here, and they've all moved on as well. So now this is just a hollow collection of buildings that mm-hmm. once echoed with the laughter of the people I loved. Where did you go? Where did you go, Portland? <laughs> Who are you? What? What were you? I uh, I was I I, I recently went to um, a street in L.A. that I hadn't been to for a while, and I used to hang out there a lot. Yeah, it was Hillhurst locals, mm. and there was this great big new Starbucks there that oh, I had yeah. never seen. That thing is wild. Yeah, and I was like, huh? Who? Huh? And it honestly felt like seeing an ex with a child. <laughs> Like I, I didn't. That's perfect. I didn't know you wanted a Starbucks. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, I, I thought that you were happy with your local places. Right. Oh wow. Okay. Well, uh, no, it's very cute. She's cute. Right. <laughs> could could you have changed that much, or were you lying to me? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Our relationship? Is this who you always were? <laughs> it is a fuck. That's hilarious. It is crazy that Starbucks. It's giant. It's nuts. Yeah. It's one of those ones where they're like, "Come in, have a glass of wine." I'm like, "You're Starbucks. Stop it." <laughs> no, no, I'm Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> I never want a glass of wine at Starbucks. Maybe I'm like, that's, I don't that's know. a speedball, right? Maybe I'm being that's a, shallow. That's a low, low grade upper and downer. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's speedball. It's like a slow pitch speedball. Uh, I just don't. I can't in my head make that leap. Just make coffee. Make <laughs> mediocre coffee. You're. It's obviously going very well for you. Why do they have to creep into this? Like, and would you like a portobello flatbread? I'm like, <laughs> no. I don't want a portobello flatbread. No. I want that spinach and feta wrap thing also, that you guys make. Both of those things, coffee and wine, they, you, you don't want them. You don't want coffee with wine. No. You don't want wine with coffee. No. You want water with both of with them. With both of those things. Serve, have two different places and push water with them. Hella different waters. We are all dehydrated. Yeah. Which brings us to my next pick. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't it all? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So after uh, uh, the, the Dean Martin, how about a little Queen? Is it? Is Oh yeah. It's not a deep cut, folks. I mean, that sounds like being on an airplane, oh, right? It does, yeah. Looking outside, you can see the lights. Oh, the piano the, comes soaring in. See the lights of the town while you're taking off. And then it gets oh, so yeah. dark when you go away from the city, and there's just aren't even many lights. Your it's your overhead light is the only one that's on in this scenario. Lonely. Yeah, um, that song also I think is one that people are like, yeah, that's a rocking song. We all love singing, but like when you really listen to it, it's 
it had it's has this whole emotional arc and can feel very sparse and uh, yeah. I mean, it's about it's about being condemned for murdering someone, um, and uh, yeah, I think that it, I think it's one of those songs that you hear more when you really listen to it on your own alone. That song has been so prevalent, like that. I guess I never really stopped to think about what it was really about. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, this song's about Wayne's World. That's <laughs> yeah, <what> exactly. <laughs> we all think like, oh, the cool breakdown in the car. It's the theme song from the movie Wayne's World. Mm-hmm. It's all about Wayne and his pal Garth, and that's what the song is about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, but it is justify it is my love. Tragic, is right? Yeah. yeah, it is. Um, and it's uh, and it's beautiful. And it is a gorgeous song. It, yeah. What a move. There are a couple there are a couple weird little like there's like a weird uh um uh, like jingle belly sound in it in a couple yeah, places yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like take that out. Well clearly the drummer picked it up was like oh, yeah. and they're like no 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 don't do that. Don't yeah. Do that. <laughs> He's like the guys only I want to make fun choices too. Yeah. Like we've got a choral arrangement here. What if we did jingle bells? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ringo. Is it Ringo? Yeah. <laughs> he sat in. Ringo's the drummer for Queen too. <laughs> I saw them at the bowl uh with um uh, Adam Lambert. Oh yeah, yeah, and it was, and he's great. You're, you're like, oh, I'm glad little old album Adam ha- Adam Hambert, Adam <laughs> Lambert found himself a little home, and it's Adam a fancy Hambert, a little pet, a little pet pig with a jaunty haircut <laughs> named Adam Hambert. Wait, well, he would be friends with a with a baby sheep named oh, Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert. Oh, Hambert and Lambert. <laughs> um, but he uh, <laughs> he was great. But then they showed a video of. Freddie Mercury singing, oh, no. and I was like, "Well, I want to go home now. This, the whole rest of the show is ruined." I get why they would do that, but they definitely shouldn't have done that. No, or Adam Lambert. It's like have, going to a, a dinner party where it's like, "Here's a fun thing: we're going to serve Jello for yeah. all the courses," and you're like, "Okay, all yeah. right, I guess." <laughs> and then they're like, "Also, here is real food. Here's okay, that a, wasn't a good one. That wasn't a, a good metaphor. show about cake." Or <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and you're like, "Oh, what?" But now that's all I want, right? Because you'd be enjoying the Jello otherwise. Yeah, you'd yeah. be like, "This is novel." Oh, fondant? There's no fondant on this jello. You know how we all love fondant. That's oh, why we eat cake. Fondant is the worst. I'm fond of it. No, you're not. No, I'm not. Sorry. <laughs> fond don't even fond- try. Oh, oh. Now we're both bad. Now we're both bad people. <laughs> I get angry at fondant. Do you? Yeah. Just when people like abuse it and there's way too much of it on a cake yes, or what? Yes, when they're yeah. like, oh, when it's sculpted and, sh- and people, and when people praise it. When it's when you see a cake with a bunch of sculpted stuff on yeah. it and you're like, mm, okay, that's it. But when people are like, ooh, look at that cake. Yeah, it's a beautiful wow. cake. I'm like, shut up. It's that whole Ace of Cakes it's thing. disgusting. That the Food Network did with their <laughs> whole, like, their uh, vanity ma- cakes. It's made me so angry. Cake's supposed to be eaten. I know. It's not, a, it's not make an it art a, piece. Make it a good, tasty, ugly cake. Yeah, like this cake is a fully functioning version of Arkham Asylum and there's a little joker in there made out of fondant. And it like, tastes is like it good? wet paper. There's actually just, it's a small, there's about <laughs> six <laughs> cubic inches of cake in there. But yeah. it's a giant, yeah. Yeah, is there, a, is there a, a, a ratio that you have to have to be able to call something a cake? I don't even think so. I don't, I think something <laughs> could mostly be. This is a working be... car with, yeah. <laughs> with, with a cupcake in the glove in box. In the glove box, yeah. <laughs> it's <a> cake. <laughs> Delicious. Oh, amazing. Oh, it's beautiful. Mm. Ah, uh, the form. Yeah. Uh, what, oh, we start talking about cake. Anyway, fuck fondant. <laughs> Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert. Yeah, that Queen song is it is amazing. And like, I mean, it can it can take you whatever mood you're in. Because it, it can start yes. lonely. Because the song starts lonely. Yeah. But then it builds up to this big crescendo. Yeah. And then it kind of it can kind of lift your mood with it. Just as the plane is elevating to thirty thousand feet, mm-hmm. so too is your mood and the song. Yeah. 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 You're end, you're ending rocking out and feeling like. You know what? It's it's me against the world, and yeah. I'm gonna win. Yes, it is. Which was kind of Freddie Mercury's whole 
Yeah. Vibe, it seems like. Yeah. It's weird. It's like, like, or what? Or what? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. His songs, <laughs> even his sad songs, I want to like, when I listen to Queen, part of me wants to feel sad because you know he went through like hell mm-hmm. and then like with the way his, his life ended as well, you know, you're like, oh, it's kind of sad. But all of his songs are so like- We are the champions. Defiant in the face. And you know, even the sad ones are like, yeah. he, his voice is so strong that you're just like, fuck yeah, dude, you're going to make it through this. Yeah. Yeah. And he will. He will make it through- He will. Uh, the test of time. I think so as too. As a great. What's your next one? I bet we, we one more quick tangent. Oh, okay, okay. I bet of that era, like Queen will pro- even like compared to how famous they were. I bet they will. What's the right way to say this? I feel like they're going to be timeless in a way that maybe other bands that were bigger during their era won't be. I could see that. You know, like because they didn't they 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 didn't veer too far into. Like an extreme sound, just like a good, like they were all good at what they, were they all did. Amazing pop, like I, I, Bachman Turner Overdrive. I don't think we'll think about that much. Yeah. In fifty years, but I, I bet Queen songs will still be like really, really big. I had to explain to my mother who ELO was. Really? This weekend. Yeah. Isn't and I was like, "You should know this." Yeah, I shouldn't know this. <laughs> yes. You should. Yeah. She's like never heard of them, and I'm like, "You definitely have." Yeah. She, she'd heard the songs though, right? N- no, I, well, she had eventually. The, I can't remember the first one. I, I think I played Mr. Brightside for her first. Blue Sky, yeah. Oh, Blue Sky, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, she was like, no, never heard of what? it. What? And I was like, okay, uh, it, it, the, the, this can't be true. And then finally, after I played a bunch, she was like, oh, Electric Light Orchestra. Or after I said Electric Light Orchestra, yeah. she was like, oh, well, I know it by that name. And I was like, uh-uh, oh, come on now. No, everybody called me ELO, right? Maybe yeah. they just had more time back then. Mm. Mm, I think they just haven't stood the test of time what you're talking about. Queen will. That's mm-hmm. what I think. I agree. My next song. Yes. Had a, I, had, I had a double scotch on the rocks at okay. the uh, airport bar. Mm-hmm. I'm loading onto the plane. Mm-hmm. This is a first class fight, mind you. Whoa. I'm sitting in first class. Wait, will people be able to, to relate to this if they aren't first class flyers? If they're flying from LA to Portland mm-hmm. and you have the Alaska Airlines app, mm-hmm. this is not an advertisement for Alaska <laughs> Airlines. <laughs> But you're willing to be sponsored. But I am willing, 100% willing to be sponsored. I will wear a Portland Timber scarf or whatever it is you want me to do. When you, oh, I would say 90% of the time when I'm flying and I check in, not the first time, I'll check in like 24 hours ahead of time and there won't be a first class upgrade offer. But if I do it again 12 hours later and I check in, they're like, would you like to switch to first class for like $38? Yeah, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, and I can't do it fast enough. It's like I'm like trying to hack into the mainframe kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so in that way, I think it's relatable. Mm-hmm. That cheap first class upgrade. I know I don't really belong up there, <laughs> but I'm up there. But the fact alone that I got up but there. But you're going to work it. But I'm going to work it. So I'm sitting there and uh, I don't have another drink yet. But <laughs> yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I am feeling like a little, a little bit bust. Well, you're what nine feet tall. I'm uh, I'm 145 feet tall. <laughs> and you've only had a, you've only had a double scotch. <laughs> I've only had a double scotch. Yeah. For me, I'd already be like, you're my best friend <laughs> to the flight attendant. <laughs> I, but I've, I'm so I'm starting to feel it, and the plane is uh, is taking off. It's going down the runway, mm-hmm. and as soon as I start to feel that elevation from the plane leaving the earth, I also want to hear just this driving music. Yes, a big wall of sound, <laughs> coaxed forward by Tina Turner and unfortunately also Ike Turner. But I don't even want to talk over it. I love this song so much. 
River Deep, Mountain High by Tina Turner. And then also Ike Turner. And then also Phil Spector. Oh, and also Phil Spector. That wall of of sound sound that I love so much. Trademark Phil Spector. Trademark Phil Spector. He's known for his wall of sound and murder. And murder. So one amazing woman (laughs) and then two awful... Awful, awful men were involved in the song. And I mean, she had to be amazing enough for both of them, which she was. She was. She's fucking she is. so slick. We should yeah. talk about her in the past. Half. I know. Although, I mean, we still go this, this yeah, year. Right, you know God, yeah. Saying? Who knows when this is going to drop? Oy, oy, oy. Out there, just like, not of this era, but like, would later go on to just dance in a chainmail dress? That's mm-hmm. fucking bad. That's With a bad. Cra- crazy wig. God, she's amazing. Oh, she's the best. Tina Turner is fucking so slept on. But you know what? She, she doesn't want another hero. She doesn't. She doesn't want. She might want one. She doesn't need, <laughs> need one. She doesn't Sorry. need one. Sorry, she doesn't need another hero. No, she's her own hero for God's sake. Yes. But uh, that song, that wall of sound, that song, that song is just like, it feels like lifting off. It feels like leaving the earth, and like her voice, because there's this huge wall of sound, and it feels like Tina Turner's like surfing on this wave of like massive, massive sound, but like she's not gonna fall off the surfboard no matter what. Yeah. She's like Neptune in charge of the seas. <laughs> yeah, she feels like she's somebody that you that. The, that there's just nothing you she, she would not let herself fail at anything yeah yeah she does feel like that like there's nothing she couldn't do so it's like be careful what you ask she's a, right. of Tina Turner because she'll fucking knock it out the, of the park the power could destroy whatever it was you including yeah. her yeah I yeah. feel like she'd, she'd kill herself to, to to knock out a song well, her voice sometimes especially in these early days Ugh. when it would just like crack but Ugh. like with this like yeah it was like a fucking fire hose an audible fire hose of like energy just like an Wah! emotion yeah an emotion and then it would be like cracking at the same time it's just such she has such an amazing voice. She gives it all. She really does. But this song, so River Deep Mountain High, just like it starts off with this like, it's her singing about like like childhood love, I think a little bit, or like teenage love. Talking about like rag dolls and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and like a puppy, I think she talks about like, did you ever have a puppy that would follow you home? Like I'll love you like that puppy is basically the message of the song. Uh. That's the beginning part, but it's while the music is rising. But like, uh, but once it hits that full crescendo, and it's just like all the sound coming you at the same time, in that in the way that wall of sound was, it almost feels like having like a lead blanket thrown on you a little bit, mm-hmm. like an, you know, where it's just like. Ooh, have you seen the ads for those blankets? No. Oh, they're these blankets. I forgot what they're called, but they're ba- they're basically like like throw blankets that are also lead blankets. Yeah, that they're like supposed to like kind of like yeah, so you feel comfort. Yeah. Yeah, if you have anxiety. Yeah. It feels like one of those. <laughs> That because there's so much there's so much sound and some of it's sort of indiscernible from all these different sounds that become like one sound. But then what I really love about this song is like there's that and but then Tina fucking Turner, who's like if that's like a lead blanket, she's like a scalpel. It just like cuts through it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just like in an audible way, it's really amazing. It feels it feels like leaving the earth to me. So I'm like a little bit buzzed, and I got this song pumping in through the headphones, and I'm feeling elevated too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that like focused. Um, insane emotion is great. Yeah. It, and and it feels like, you know, I mean, if you if you sit down and think about it, like, well, that's not how you should feel. No. You shouldn't feel feelings like that. No. <laughs> but like, whoa, if you're making art, you should. Yeah. You should feel completely bonkers bananas. Absolutely. I think you should. Abs- there's absolutely moments like, like that. Like, no one would ever want someone to come up to, to, you would never want to be involved with someone who's like, listen, if you wanted to treat me like a doll or yeah. um, a dog, 
uh, that's that's how this will be. Right. Like, I mean, unless you're going for a weird fetish thing, which usually is only an aspect of a and, relationship. And good for you if so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fine. We but, support you. But uh, but to be like, that's how, that's what I'm offering. If you're having a coffee after the third day. I will love you like a puppy loves a person. Yeah. You're like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, in mm-hmm, that, this is bad. But there's those pure insane moments, which yeah. are what we like. I mean, that chemical hit of that is what, you know. Yep. We're always chasing. Oh, man. Crazy yeah. love? Woo. Oh, yeah. Give it to me. I'll take it, too. Mm-hmm. I'll take it for two weeks. <laughs> and I'm back to sort of that normal stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. you're like, maybe I'll be alone for a while. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I got projects and books. I've been meaning to watch Ozark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a man. <laughs> um, yeah, this was uh, inducted in the Grammy Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, in 99. Yeah. It deserves to be in there. Yeah. Tina deserves to be in there. Yeah. Ike, Phil, I mean, well, I, yeah. Yeah. Is now the time we have the discussion over art separated from the artist? Yeah. Clear your schedule, folks. The podcast just got six hours long. I yep. think that's a personal decision. I think so. Too. I really think it is too. You know, like even I, case by case. Yeah. Like I have things that I don't feel comfortable listening to anymore, and then I have things like like this I do feel comfortable listening to. Yeah. Like R. Kelly, I don't. Will finally, Will Weldon, who uh, I used to host a podcast with, yeah. and you, you know, also finally got through to me with the with with. R. Kelly and Woody Allen, we are um, we are praising that we are f- actively participating in the thing that they do that is awful because those are fuck jams. And right. so being like, I love this fuck jam. It's and like, but to know he was thinking about yes, yeah. I am paying him to be gross. Yeah, that's kind of true. And oh man, yeah, that's a compelling so, point. So for me, I'm like, I just feel a little yuck now when I listen to that stuff. But I also, the only thing that bothers me is when people use the art as an excuse, as a just as an excuse for why the the bad stuff can't be true. Like, oh, well, he couldn't yeah. have done it because he did, does good songs. Right. What? No, that doesn't make any sense. How could someone who has the emotional depth to make, yeah, yeah. X then? Or like, I love that movie. I don't think he did it. Mm, okay. You That's, both can be has, true. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah. At least take some personal responsibility and say both could be true. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He, like this, so like Juicy by the Notorious B.I.G. for mm-hmm. me is like my big personal celebration song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I like, I've talked about this before. But after I like I got Montreal, I pulled over and listened to it like seven times. And I, like I think that might be in our. I think it was on one of episode. our episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, of your podcast. I think the Goosebumps part of the song mm-hmm. uh, episode. But like, if something came out where like where like you know Faith Evans was like, yeah, Biggie like beat me and he beat a lot of women. Like, God, knock on wood. I hope that's not true. <laughs> but and sorry to use this so flippantly as an example. But like, uh, but I don't know what I would do yeah. then. You know, with that song because it's like become. More than any of the audible qualities of the song or anything like that, it has just become such a ritual for me and such like a big part of like celebrating mm-hmm. and like, you know, having those moments that it would be really, it would be really tough to then be like, I'm over it. Yeah. I can never listen to that song again. Well, but, and I definitely have songs that like I listen to on my own. Yeah. And I'm not like, you guys all have to hear this. That you're not pumping like, into the yeah, jukebox. You know what? This one's, this one's for me and I can still have my relationship with it. Yeah. But. I don't. I don't need to amp other people. And when it. people come over, like Eliza, what are you listening to? Nothing, jo- nothing, Joan Didion book on nothing, tape. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> slashing towards Bethlehem. Yeah, as read by Lena Dunham. No, she's problematic. Mm-hmm. As read by Lena Dunham's mm-hmm. friend, who's not problematic. Mm-hmm. Everybody's problematic. I know, um, except for me. Me too. Spotless Ian Carmel. I'm solvematic. Yeah. Wait. What? Well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so my next t- uh, pick is by 
You you set the scenes, and I got I got no. You don't have to set the scenes. I got no scene setting for this. Your songs are good enough that you don't have to. I feel like I'm con- constructing a narrative. Ooh ooh. Well, then let's just get right into it. Yeah. Um, it's more than this by Roxy Music. Ooh, I don't know this one either. You do. Oh, I do. See. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, you're on that plane. We've now reached cruising altitude. Yeah. That melancholy is turning into you accept that melancholy now. Yeah. That's just who you are. And you know what? It's cool. <laughs> I love it. I feel like Bohemian Rhapsody was the was the battering ram that knocked over the uh the, 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 door, of, the door of melancholy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and then yeah. it's because it had to be powerful at the end of it. It knocked it over. And then Roxy Music can just stroll right in, like, hey, we all in a good mood now. <laughs> Everything all good now. Yeah, but I also I, I do I do feel like it is kind of that. Uh, as I said it, I was like, oh, this makes sense to me. Um, it's like acceptance of melancholy. Yeah, it's like yeah, you know what? We we I can I can have some I can dance with my sadness. You can. This I can is, dance with my such loneliness. a dancey song. Um, it's from their last album. Um, so I'm sure Roxy Music fans hate it. Okay. Oh yeah, that's they are the way that goes, a, right? Type, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It must be like. Oh, their later stuff, that's not as good. King Crimson patches on their jacket. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, and it, it uh, it's one of the only singles known to Americans by them. Um, they did a lot of covers also. Anyway, I just, I love this song. I feel like it's um, it's like a, a fun staring out the window song. It's I don't, great. I don't have much more for it. It's got a good beat to it too, yeah. which kind of like, which like kind of like carries you forward. Mm-hmm. It's a great like. Mid, like mid, like middle of the flight. Mm-hmm. Maybe not even middle. Even still, like early on. But you're like now you're cruising. I can maybe even take out a little notebook and do a little writing. Absolutely. This yeah. song. This song is happy what? to be the band in the background. Yeah. It's what. What do I want to say? What do I want? What what turn do I want to take with my stand-up yeah. these days? What do I want to do with my career? You can do that this thing where I'm, you. I'm, I'm writing it during this part. You bite the end of a pen mm. and kind of look up. Yeah. And you think it's just for a second, but it's just been like five minutes of that. Just really lost in yeah. thought. Yeah. Yeah. Where I've I've been writing, but then I take a break for something that's kind of more than words. Yeah, yeah, which is my next song. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that was my song. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. But, we can't, we can't. Like I, I, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory. It's a great song. I feel people would turn around and be like, "What? Ooh, who is she?" Yeah, you know. Yeah, if I if I like plugged in, they would. This is not an everybody in the in the plane stands up and are like, "Yeah," they're like, mm, "Okay." Couple, yeah. All right. People would look up for a second if that they, song came over but the. Nobody speakers. would be upset. I always thought a good music video would be, you know how they tell you like, uh, I thought of this when I was like a teenager, so it was like a disc man, but even uh-huh. like with the early iPods and they were like, you have to turn them off when we're taking off, mm-hmm. otherwise it could interfere with communication or whatever. I thought it'd be fun if somebody was listening to like a song in their earbuds, but then it did interfere and it came on over the plane speakers and then it turned into a party plane. That's cool. Yeah. I thought you were going to go with it interfered with the plane, so it became a big plane robot. Ooh. And, and it was like, I can't dancing. fly this way because I got to dance. <laughs> and everyone yeah. was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like holding their drinks. Yeah. Oh. But they're hearing it too, and like one person's like, like, I can't argue. This is how I have to die. <laughs> Let it be to this Pharrell song. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see it. Oh, definitely. Nerd. Uh, early Pharrell. Oh, yeah. Nerd is coming back now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. What's the difference between Nerd and Pharrell? Uh, nerd is Pharrell and the other two people in Nerd who were part of the net, like part of the Neptunes. It's their band that they did on their own. Mm. And then Pharrell is just just straight up Pharrell. Nice. Who are the other two? The other, oh. If it were later in the day, I might know their names. Mm. 
Let's do your pick. Rupert. <laughs> They're both named Rupert. It's Pharrell and his two Rupert buddies. Uh, okay, so for my next one, we're we're now cruising altitude. I've got a, I've got another drink mm-hmm. uh, in my in my hand. I'm flying to Portland, and this is the point. This is the part of the flight where maybe I I do get a little bit melancholy. Mm-hmm. I've been really excited. I knew it. Finally, I've been I really feel justified. excited. It's just a pit stop. Don't oh, get too no. excited, Skinner. It's uh-huh. just a pit stop. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I'm like, I've had a couple drinks. I'm uh, I'm I'm not drunk again still, but I'm like, I'm 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 a little bit buzzed. And maybe the fact that I'm going home to Portland, I do stop to think. Mm. I do stop to think like, oh, it's always so fun to go back. But like, what if this is the trip? What if this is the trip? It's not fun. Oh. What if this is the trip? It gets sad. And what if this is the trip that Ian Carmel realizes he's not Portland's Ian Carmel anymore? I know. But LA is Ian Carmel. Right. And they, and they look at me as such, which with strangers to me. What if the city's a stranger to me? Ooh. It's, not, it's not free drinks and sandwiches Yeah. all the time, you know? And I'm rattling around the drink mm-hmm. and the tumbler. Again, it's first class where they give me a glass tumbler. Oh, yeah. Because it's like that up there. M- yeah, my knees are up uh, up against a seat. Not back, me. Back in the back. F- legs fully <laughs> stretched out. Mm-hmm. Fully stretched out in very comfortable mid-range sweatpants. <laughs> and I start to and I start to get uh I start to get a little melancholy. And then uh, this song comes on. Okay. Did I love Portland or did I love a time in my life? Did I love being 27 with not a care in the world? That's what I think people are always missing when they miss a city. Only the only only the good part of potential, none of the bad part. I hadn't let anyone down. Did you do everything you could have with it? I don't know, you know? I don't know. Is part of that still with you somewhere? Right? Do I want more? Am I letting myself down? Am Was I there le- someone that you left behind oh. along with that time? Well, just one person? Mm. Was it just one person? And that's why you need just just a pit stop of the melancholy mm-hmm. with Lower Dens and ironically a song called To Die in L.A. Oh, yeah. yeah. A band, they're a band from Baltimore. I really, I really like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a woman singing, too. Cool. She's got one of those like haunting, like kind of like deep Annie Lennox almost love sort it. of voices, which love I it. love, too. Yeah. How'd you find them? Uh, on a pitchfork list. Ah, yeah. I'm so bad at that. I, I am get flying better. to Portland after all. But, uh, <laughs> they put, they're so easy that you can go on like Spotify and people put them together like the hundred best songs of the year. Yeah, and you can just pick and choose, mm-hmm. and then people will think you're cool or eclectic, <laughs> even though all you did was look at a list. <laughs> and I'll only admit that here. Uh, thank it, you. Yeah, wow, yeah, this is the, that's exclusive. the kind of stuff that makes it worth listening. Exclusive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it, so that song. The other thing, it, it is melancholy a little bit, but later on in the song, it picks up a little bit. It's not like a Bohemian Rhapsody level change, although what is? But um, it, it it just sort of starts to pick up, like, and the drums mm-hmm. get turned up a little bit. They're these really like kind of like snappy snares and everything. Mm-hmm. So it is. I mean, it's melancholy at first, but like by the end of it, it's like it's a all li- very upbeat. It for, is upbeat for a melancholy song. I'm an upbeat guy. You are, but yeah. you know what? It's nice. You, uh, I, I, you never make. Sadness seem foreign in other people. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I try not to. I have sadness within me as sure, well. Sure, yeah. I yeah. just keep it locked up yeah. deep, deep down inside. Sure, 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 sure. In a sure. cookie jar, mm-hmm. wrapped up with duct tape, right, where thrown it in get, a gun safe. Where it gets more and more volatile until eventually you snap. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where I'll be hanging off the top of the Capitol Records building, yelling like, no out. No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> just spinning around <laughs> like that, building up enough momentum 
that I can fling myself off of it and actually fly safely to Portland uh, through the air. Still, That's the plan. Yeah, and yeah. landing right on the, that carpet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the small square of it they saved from the original PDX. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the song, it's just a good, uh, it's got it's got like melancholy tones to it, but it, it, it's got a good driving beat. So I'm not losing that. Uh, I'm not like fully. I'm not falling asleep. Mm-hmm. I'm not fully losing the uh, the vibe I had. Yeah, I was also wondering about this with this whole thing. I was like, are these? Do these need to be sleepable songs? That's a good question. If it if it is, I would just pick this whole, the whole Tool album, Lateralis. <laughs> I you for whatever reason when I was a teenager, and I was like going like and I would fly to like New York or Florida to see my grandparents. Mm-hmm. I would just put that CD in and like immediately fall asleep, even though it's like. A rock band, ostensibly, but like it's also muted, and then it would just—I would just like pass out immediately to it. Yeah, I've—I've I've had a few albums that I play that way, and then that they play over and over until yeah. you like wake up during parts of it, and then goes, "You can yeah. do that with this. You could this this playlist, forty-five minutes, you can play it over and over." Yeah, you could you could wake up to in the middle of a Roxy music song. Sure. Yeah, yeah. you'd be happy to do that. Um, I definitely have slept through a lot of books on tape. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, podcasts where I wake oof. up at the end and I'm like, what are they? What are Why they talking, are they talking about? about ragdolls? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're a surgeon. <laughs> uh, we we have our skills. We, we have our skills. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, and also the the low voice Annie Lennox thing reminded me. I I recently asked on or a few months ago asked on Twitter like what's a what's the least cool song? What's the least cool music that you like? Yes. I feel like people love talking about the cool music they like and I'm like come on what do you like this not cool and That's somebody was like question. someone was like you got me Annie Lennox and I'm oh, like what are you talking you. about come all on. these people so many people my, uh, my friend April April Rich- Richardson yeah. kept screenshotting things and sending them to me and being like what are these people like, talking the about <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like she's a reliable barometer you know what I mean yeah because yeah. Yeah, she likes keep... really obscure stuff and also Huey Lewis in the news but not putting on airs at yeah. any point yeah no Love what you love. Love uh, it Annie hard. Lennox is fully cool. Annie Lennox is a fucking badass. Yeah, and I, I wrote back to the person who was like, what are you talking about? And they were like, oh, she, uh, okay, she used to be the singer of the Eurythmics. And I was like, no, I know who she is. Yeah, also cool. Yeah. She's just, but they were, then they were like, oh, well, I feel like it's like middle-aged mom music. And I was like, oh, joke's on me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's m- me. I like middle-aged mom music. I don't think that's. Joni Mitchell. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but that's all right. That's all right. That's cool. Middle-aged moms can party. That's what people don't realize Middle-aged when they moms say fuck. they fuck. <laughs> They've been fucked. They've been fucking. Uh, they like middle-aged moms fucking flat-out party, and they used to be cool, like yeah. in their in their twenties, either moms or not. Mm-hmm. At one point too, middle-aged moms used to be skate rink skanks. Yeah. Oh, nice. At one point. Yeah. They were they. Or, or they were like we always we always want to think of our parents as being like the nice ones who were like oh, what's going on but like definitely a bunch oh, of our parents were like selling drugs hundred percent and were the ones who were like where can we go get fucked I know my parents were for mm-hmm. sure yeah doing a, I get more cocaine has been done to Annie Lennox's voice than to fucking <laughs> yeah than to, on on they they cut lines on that CD case for sure way more than like Animal Collective or like oh, whatever yeah. pick any other yeah. band here you know yeah. teens today they don't fuck. They don't fuck, and then a lot of them don't do drugs. They don't even touch. Yeah, they do they, Xanax. Yeah, and 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 fall asleep. And Snapchat. Yeah, Xanax and Snapchat. They snap themselves while we on Netflix and chill, and yeah. we're the not cool ones. <laughs> I hate kids. We can f- fully like <laughs> shift into that, right? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. They don't fuck as much. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, to live and die in L.A. Yes, to live and die in L.A. <laughs> a song that I wouldn't recommend fucking to, but if mm. you want to get down and you're not a lower end millennial uh, or whatever the next generation yeah. is. Another 
don't fuck to this song yeah. tune. Uh, will be my next uh, pick. Um, and that's The Rain Song by Cornelius. Oh, I don't know this one for sure. Remember how I'm melancholy on flights? Wait till that bass drops. No, it's, it's not going to. <laughs> bots. Bots. Oh, it might be bots. raining. It might be raining on this flight. Dang, this is melancholy. Where are we? We're in the sky. We're with the clouds. Are we even alive? We're weird Man. droplets of water I feel like wrapped I'm... in skin. Yeah. This plane could go anywhere, wherever it lands. Because I also always have a little anxiety that I got on the wrong plane. Oh yeah. Um, and like that kind of. So I'm like, you know what? Wherever it lands, I'm gonna walk out, and that'll be my life. That's that's. And it'll be okay. I feel like with that song, wherever it lands, you're gonna have to break up with someone there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's in Indianapolis. Probably. Do I? I'm, I'm have to break I'm up. I'm going someone? to, or, or I'm. Uh, I'll. I'll land, and Bill Murray will come up to me and whisper something in my ear, and the audience will <laughs> never know what it is. And then he'll There'll just walk away. There'll be Reddit threads dedicated to figuring mm-hmm. it out, though. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But it'll. It'll be a confusing but important relationship. I feel like that song is like confusing but important. Yeah, confusing but important. <laughs> I've got some confusing but important relationships. Oh man, those can be the most uh, satisfying and stable sometimes. I'll, I'll, yeah. I. Don't know if I've told you this before, even just in our friendship. When I was in high school, uh, I was there was this, I was a senior and this girl was a junior, and we like had like uh, big crushes on each other, mm-hmm. fortified via instant messenger, R.I.P. And uh, she, we made oh, each other. So that 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 little instant messenger sound used to m- mean her. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it used to mean her. We used to uh, and we used to make like we made CDs for each other, you mm. know. And she made me one, and it was like very romantic. There were all these like. And she was like cool too. She was like a cool bookish girl. So, so she, she was in was love like, with you. Yeah, she was in love with it. And there were like, there were like fucking cool indie rock songs mm-hmm. on it, and like all you know, uh, indie pop and all this stuff. And then like I made her a CD with like a bunch of the similar kind of music, like all up in your feelings. I just got Napster so I can like truly. <laughs> so there's you truly can give her everything. Everything. I have access to the world for you. I'm not limited to my you know like Case Logic mm-hmm. full of uh, CDs. I have like the entire armada of human recorded feeling. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I sent that to her. And then like a couple weeks later, things for some reason just like soured and went cold. And she made me another mix CD, oh. which I don't even know why she did. She shouldn't wow. have made me any mix CD at this point, but she made me one. And it had uh, One Night in Bangkok from the musical <laughs> Chess on it. What? Yeah. And uh, and the a punk cover of the Bumblebee Tuna. What? Uh, commercial. Yum, yum, Bumblebee, Bumblebee Tuna. I love you, Bumblebee, Bumblebee Tuna. Do you feel tuna. like that was her way of being like, music doesn't mean anything. There's all kinds of music. Music's I, weird. I kind of There's no so. communication I it. think she was like, yeah, yeah, I never, that first CD didn't mean anything. Because like, here's another CD from the same person, me, and like, oh, read into this. And I, and like, after that, it was like, all off. Yeah. I'm like, I can't come back from one night in fucking Bangkok. Uh, there was a guy in my high school, um, who I had a huge crush on, and I was a huge dork. I was I was a big dork, and I went to this school full of um, weirdos and rejects. It was like an alternative education system. So yeah. this was like a lot of punk kids, a lot of art kids, a jock, yeah, a goth, an outcast, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I was I was a girl who had skipped two grades, and that's why I was there because I was too I was like too smart for the regular schools. Yeah, um, but was uh, like you know the the weird young girl You're is still a kid, yeah, but is the nerd, yes, yeah, the big dork. And I got a little cassette tape. This was how long ago this was. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a cassette tape. Will you make me a mixtape? 
and because I need to know music. And this like cool boy was like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I played that cassette so much. It uh, there are songs that I know from it that I know as like a few notes lower and slower. Oh, just because it wore it out? out the tape. And probably like every time you hear one song, you're like, so next comes this song. Yep. Anytime you for hear sure. It. Yeah. And I was so in love with him. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe he sat and made me this whole mix. I mean, I had asked him to and provided the tape. Of course. But that's 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 the kind of dork move Skinner makes. It means a lot back then. <laughs> the ceiling, like the highs are higher and the lows are lower. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, um, Giving any, I think any kind of giving music, you're you're because you're not, it, you're putting it in someone's head, you're putting it into them. Yeah. So that's and it's that's very a in, tough. intimate too. It's I mean, int- that's what I'm saying. It's nobody's intimate. like, hey, this girl made me a uh, mixtape. Guys, let's get together and listen to it for the first time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not a social activity. No. Oh my yeah. God. Can you imagine? <laughs> I would rather have someone show my nudes off. A hundred. <laughs> Honestly, maybe. I, I would rather have someone be like, look, she sent me some tits. Right, because that's a fleeting she moment. She wanted me to hear this song. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, I've seen boobs before. I get it. <laughs> but then it's like, listen to these 13 songs that they put a lot of thought <laughs> yeah, into. Yeah, these feelings. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, is that Dave Matthews? Yeah. That would, <laughs> well, I mean, within the flow of it, within yeah. the flow of and it. And it says, they hit early on. Yeah. I would never. Never put Dave Matthews on a playlist. Unless you were trying to end things with a guy, and then it makes perfect sense. Yeah, but it's not crash out of me. Uh. (laughs) Anyway, Uh. your song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay, so now I'm just going to those to make sure I'm... Okay, good. So, a little melancholy, but still still grooving. I'm the type of person where if 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 I am feeling melancholy, I don't love to sit in it. And this is where getting back to, like, sometimes I will use music to take me out of a certain mood mm-hmm. and to remind myself, like... And at this point, you're, like, a couple scotches in. I'm going to I'm gonna put myself at early drunk right now. Yeah, so you've... You, you, early. And, just and, you're, and you're on a nighttime flight, so there's melancholy, just, like, there's a little cloud around you. you got to bat away. i got to fly. i got to bat it away. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm, a, I'm about to do that. And just for well, everyone I, I'm listening... Like, I'm like, give me more of that cloud. There's an Uber more. waiting to pick me up, all right? Ooh. I'm not renting a car. Okay. This is Portland, for God's sake. Oh, geez, yes. I'm not, I'm not going to drive drunk, no. so I'm, but I'm early drunk right now. Mm. And then this song comes on. Okay. And I'm and I'm blasting out of that melancholy. Yeah. So it starts, we don't know where the song's going yet, but it's a little Yeah. Grimes. Oblivion. Give it a second, she's about to drop. I'm dancing in my seat a little bit. Nobody knows why. Nobody it's your knows own secret. why, yeah. A little secret dancing. I got the shoulders going. Uh-huh. I'm looking around. Maybe I'm looking around like, hey, is anybody else having the same sort of experience I am? Yeah. Nobody. A lot of people asleep. Somebody reading Harper's Bazaar next to me. Oh, uh, yeah. That's when that, that solo experience becomes star of a music video experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, <laughs> that in that song, with the, with the amount of drinks I have had <laughs> at that point, putting it around five total. Okay. Five total. And All right. I'm a, you know, I'm a bigger guy. You're, you're 145 feet tall. I'm 145 feet tall. So this is putting me, so I'm like a little bit drunk and I'm fully the star of a music video. Mm-hmm. And that song is fucking awesome for that sort of experience. Great. It gets, it just keeps getting like bigger and more textured and everything. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea what instruments Grimes uses to make her music. Well, that's, that, it sounds very electronic. It is electronic. Yeah. But there's like weird, even within electronic music, I don't know what's making those sounds. There's this one point in the song where it goes like, but it's like these like ama- I don't, amazing synth sounds. They're like is deep it, and textured and like. So it's like like Reggie Watts? Uh, no, it's not her voice. No, I'm, my bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
No, I know. No, I was that's kidding. Synthesi- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's although Reggie, there's some good Reggie songs that would be for uh, for a flight, but like, uh, but no, it's like these big textured like synth sounds that are like uh, really uplifting. And Grimes's voice is so like ethereal. And uh, I don't know enough about her. Oh, she's great. You got to get into. Grimes. I've I've seen a lot of uh, pictorial layouts. Sure, I get of, that. Uh, her being cool. People appreciate how cool she is, in addition to her music. But the music, that especially that album, which the name is escaping me right now. Let me look it up for both you and the listener. That the the album that it was on. That uh, the song Oblivion is on. Um, it is on. Let's see. Visions, uh, I think. Yes. Yeah. From the album Visions. That album is amazing. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Oblivion itself is just like a super dope song. But uh yeah, it kind of it kind of starts it's it's also I don't know what the right word for this song is. It's something you can like really sort of get lost in, hmm. which is something I like on flights where you can like fade in and out of paying attention to it. Do like you... you can let your thoughts take you for a second and then like come back to it or you can like hmm. read something for a second and then sometimes the song will reach out and grab you like, "No, pay attention to this," you know. Yeah. Yeah. For me on the on flights a lot of times also I I I love songs that really um, paint a tone or something that that like give me an idea of a of something I want to write. Like oh yeah, like a scene or a. Um, I mean, maybe a song it was hard to write a song to a song, um, but like on one on one flight recently, there was one song that I was like, "This sounds like it would be in a play that was just, that's just two people uh, in an apartment." I can almost see it and just played that song over and over and over and over and over again. And I wrote the scene. Can I make the scene happen? Totally. Hearing this over and over. I totally get that. Yeah, it's almost it's like a low grade form of synesthesia almost, where Mm -hmm. you're like, like emotional synesthesia, where you're like, uh, okay, I hear this song that evokes this mood, and the translation of that mood in the scene would be like X Y Z. I'm incapable of writing anything dramatic, so I rarely go through that kind of thing. But like, like, I like to do a little mix. Yeah, a little mixy, a little dramedy. Because I mean, in our lives, you're a deeper, more textured person. Well, I mean, (laughs) we don't need to go into it, but uh, of course, Um, no. Um, In our lives, uh, dramatic stuff happens, but we're funny people. We have we have one lens, so it's funny when. Like you, you still move through those experiences in like a humorous way. Yes, and I find that that's the kind of stuff that I like to write. That's also. right. Yeah. Um, which uh, I think they call it dramedy. I don't know if that's what I like to write. Why am I saying that? I, I write parody songs. That's what I get paid to write. Yeah, but <laughs> what, the, yeah, I, what is my career? What well, we get paid to write flight. is different. We don't, have, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to fucking define ourselves by what we get paid to write. That's true. I'm, that's true. You write crosswalk musicals. We should insist upon that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that is not a true experience, a reflection of my experience in the world. No, no. Yeah. Not at all. Um, yeah, your pics are cool. You're peeing cool stuff. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, I have no rap on mine, though. I don't. Wow, which, that seems out of character. Uh, it's very out of character. But for a night flight... No, yeah, you don't want that. Uh, I don't really, yeah. No. Well, I mean, as I say, there's, there's not much melancholy rap. So, for, I mean, for me, yeah. from, from my choices... Um, and what there is is kind of like not that appealing to me. The 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 new brand of therapy rap. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I feel like Eminem is very well known for it. The like. Yeah. Now I say my feelings because yeah. Lisa tells me that I should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When I meet with her. Mandate. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh the new the new kids are like very uh, emo now. Yeah. Yeah. The new rap kids, but like uh, eh, it's just like it doesn't feel like night flight music to me. I want mm. like rap for me is like social. 
walking wanna, down the street. Want to get like stoked for something. It's not music I want to listen to in any kind of claustrophobic environment. Yeah. Which an airplane, even yes. in the best circumstance is. Yeah, you're right. I want that lead blanket. Yeah. I want that lead blanket blanket feeling of music. Yeah. Once I'm in the Uber, maybe I'll add, if it's a cool Uber driver, I'll be like, play 4 a.m. by 2 chains. But do if you, not. Do you make Uber requests? Uh, if there's music? Yeah. If it's a if it's an Uber XL, I definitely do. Huh. Cuz you're like I am paying the XL. Right, exactly. <laughs> or if they're if they're like do you want to do you want to pick the music? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I don't um and I either don't care or I have found some stuff that I'm like, hmm, that's neat. I had a whole conversation with a a, a driver one time about uh reggae cuz he was playing and now I don't remember. I should have learned more from it. Oh yeah. But he was playing some reggae with a female singer. Oh. And I was like, this is cool. What is this? And uh he, he told me, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't really like reggae, but this is different." He's like, "Oh, it's because it's a, it's a woman. Hold on, I'll play more." And, and he like, put you on to some stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. But clearly, it didn't stick enough. Well, but I know it's out there, and I can Even find knowing, it. But now you and know that it's that out that's, there, and that, that that is a difference for me. That I'm like, mm, maybe maybe the the female singers are are my gateway into reggae. Oh, I don't God, know anything about reggae. The only female <laughs> reggae singer I know, is Sister Nancy, who had that uh, bomb bomb song that like so many people have. <laughs> I don't you know, know that. Bum, 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 dum, dee, dum, dum, dum. I'm just glad you didn't what say Gwen Stefani. Bum, bum, and Gwen Stefani, <laughs> who I recently found out is a Hollaback girl. So, oh. No, I didn't. I mean, <laughs> one this wow, we know all those secrets yeah, from working in late I night. I know, yeah. She is a hollow. One of my favorite dumb stand-up jokes to do is I'll go up and like be like very serious. I'm like, uh... This is weird to do at a comedy show, but this news just broke, and uh, I, I guess I, I'm just, you know, I, you probably haven't looked at your phone, so I just want to tell you, uh, it, re- it recently came out, they did an investigation that Bradley Noel from Sublime did practice Santeria. <laughs> yeah. That's so stupid. He did, and he, uh, they found a crystal ball. Oh, one of, oh, <laughs> that's chicken bones. One of my... Uh, favorite tweets that no one cares about of mine yeah uh, but me was um, I don't practice Santeria either because I got it right the first time ooh I like that <laughs> put that on a t-shirt sell it on Tumblr <laughs> yeah, that's, or on, that's my style. on Instagram <laughs> uh, yeah pretty soon it'll be a dad mug yeah <laughs> give it a couple years <laughs> when I when I become a dad I would have that dad I'm an unashamed uh, I think I remember when you put that thing on Twitter I think mm-hmm. And I think I was like, Sublime. And you were like, yes, that's what I'm looking for. Because <laughs> I love Sublime. And I'm mm-hmm. like not even ashamed of it. Me mm-hmm. and Chris Thayer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the two people in he comedy. He makes some funny little videos. He does. Mm-hmm. He's a funny guy. Yeah. Funny boy. Yay. Um, cool. So Oblivion by Grimes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's the song that the plane is landing to as well. Oh. We're coming down. Towards the end of it, we're, we're you we're, know. We're, we're back to, to interacting with humans. We haven't landed yet. But okay. we're like, you know, it's where that you can see the buildings now, mm. you know? All right. Yeah. 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 You can see the tiny cars and the people looking like ants. Yeah. It's not just fields and right. noise anymore. Yeah. Or, or nothingness. Right. Nothingness. The tops of clouds. Um, all right. I, my flight is still in the air. Okay. And so, yeah, just, uh, just, just play it, Aristotle. Hit it, DJ. It's Taylor Swift. Oh, it's wildest dreams. Said, Let's get out of this town, drive out of the city, away from the crowds. I thought heaven can't help me now. Nothing lasts forever. But this is gonna take me down. He's so tall and handsome as hell. He's so bad, but he does it so well. I, I mean, 
mean, she's talking about getting out of town. Right. I'm not wrong. You're getting out of town. This is a getting out of town song. Yeah. Oh. Yes. That basic bitch that drop. Big drum yes. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I can't. Yeah. I like Taylor Swift. That's okay. She's out here doing it. What thing. am I gonna not like Taylor Swift? I don't. I don't get why she has like in this age of optimism why she has has to be the bad person. You don't have to want to have coffee with everybody's no, music. No, exactly. Everybody. Most of the, music you I like. wouldn't. You wouldn't want to fucking had a drink with John Lennon. That would have been horrible. Oh God. That would have been awful. Well, I mean, we're getting back into do we separated? Know. Bad dude. Ter- yeah. But even like so put that aside for a second. Yeah. I mean, never put it aside, but even just for a second, he would condescend to you the entire time. It would be awful. Honestly, I think all of them would. I yeah. don't, I, there are very few musicians that I, I mean, I and I've worked with a bunch, and the 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 ones I've worked with, boy, they are so nice. They're so nice. None of them are included They're in this. They're all good people. But most of them, it's like, what a bunch of weirdos. They probably, it would probably be awful. Yeah. yeah. Taylor Swift, it probably wouldn't be a fun experience, but when she goes in the studio with a Jack Antonoff, yeah. Or a Max Martin type. She makes good music. You know what would disappoint me about hanging out with Taylor Swift? Huh? She probably wouldn't talk shit on anybody. Yeah. Well, she'd be very guarded about it. Yeah. She'd be like, oh my God, no, I like everybody. Katy Perry my would, friends. I feel like, if you had some drinks. Yeah. I think she gets sloppy. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but ta- Taylor Swift, I don't, I don't, no, that's just what so people controlled. say about me. Yeah. Yeah. I bet Beyonce wouldn't talk shit either. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But controlled. Beyonce, I feel like, would give you at least a little, like, a couple side eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah She'd yeah. give you a couple, like, Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Mm. A little bit of shade. Yeah, and you'd be like, oh, there's a story. She's not going to give it to me, but there's a story. I don't think I need to talk about that. Oh, it was a loaded need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's out there. You get the vibe. But yeah, Katy Perry would be like, she'd get a text and start crying. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Be like, Like, "Uh, I guess what happened? I guess I'm supposed to ask? Yeah, you're all right. I just, I don't. Did you see the pictures of me wakeboarding with Legolas? Because it's about that. (laughs) She'd Um, get up and open a bottle of like champagne or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, pour, so that's, pour a glass, hand you the glass, and then drink out of the bottle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like pour, I don't know, suddenly for me it became pouring into a tree stump and just oh, yeah. uh, drinking out of that. So oh, it got like too that. silly in my head. The Stanley um, Cup for, yeah, for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, what album is that Taylor Swift song That's from of? 1989. 1989. I haven't gotten as deep into Taylor Swift as a lot of people. I only know the hits. Yeah, there's a couple albums that like, like, I've mistakenly bought the album when I meant to buy a single. Oh, yeah. And then I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to find out. Fuck it, dive in. Yeah. <laughs> and that was one of them. And um, that one I, that became a single. That's the thing with Taylor Swift. I feel like they all end up being a singles, of, yeah. just like maybe not as successful as other ones. Um, and that that's her uh, sort of like nostalgic one. Because that's the thing. Even if it's not, if it's, if for me, the nighttime flight, if it's not melancholic, it's nostalgic. Yeah. It's, awesome. it's a time, yeah, it's a time yeah. to sit there and be like... Oh, remember that uh, that that person or that place or that sweater? Man, I have missed boots on flights. <laughs> really? Yeah, like I got real like upset about some boots. I was like, I think those are just gone. They're just I I, I must have given them away. I guess I was trying to clear things out of my life. And then I found them in my closet, and I was like, wow, that was a that was a rough flight. What were the to. boots really? Um, what were the boots really? Wow, mm. I think they were the boots. Oh. Oh but God! But what were the boots really? They were my dog. Eric, your dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the, everything's the boots. Yeah. For me. Das boots. It's all, what, what, could the, what could it have been? What outfit could it have contributed right, to? Right, what could it have been the final piece? Mm. Um, but yeah, and so that's, that's like a, a fun, ha- I think like upbeat nostalgia song. Yeah. Or 
like remember me fondly. It also is uh, could be uh, kind of um, morbid. She's like, you know, remember me in a nice dress, which first of all, calm down, Taylor. Yeah. Like, of course, everybody's going to remember you in a nice dress. Um, but it's also... Uh, I thought she wore t-shirts because she wears short skirts and oh. I wear t-shirts, Yeah, which right? is it, Taylor? Which is it? How which do you want to be remembered? Uh, um, and did she, is she one of the ones who dated John Mayer? I don't know. Maybe. Didn't, Probably, right? Yeah. I feel like because he had the, the, the whole sweatpants... Gray sweatpants, so perfect. Did she date uh, one of the uh, One Direction people too? Is she that did. One of the ones? Yeah, she did. She dated your, your pal Harry. I'm assuming Harry that Styles. you're friends with them. We're good. We're dear good friends. Yes, I've been in a room while he brushed his teeth, and that's whoa. That's, about that's the extent that's of it. close. <laughs> he um, have I told it on this? Yeah, because I, I had uh, Kara Clank on this podcast, oh, yeah. but he um, me and Jared Logan, her husband, who we worked with at the Late Late Show, um was we were having coffee and Harry Styles was having coffee at the same place. Oh, wow. And we got up to leave and he, Jared had noticed and we got up to leave and we're walking towards the exit and Harry gets up and stops us and is like, Jared, hey, hi. And I was like, Whoa. He's a good kid. That's and, amazing. Uh, it was amazing. He was like, well, hey, what are you doing? And Jared was like, oh, uh, hanging out with my friend Skinner. And I was like, Skinner? I just get Skinner. My I name's get, Eliza. Come on. No one marries Skinner. Right. Um, really extend the eye. Eliza. Yeah. Yeah. My single friend, Eliza Skinner. Yeah. Um, my hot single friend. Yeah. Yeah. Super chill, easygoing, interested in music. Can get um, into a night in or is excited to get dressed up for a night out. Yeah. Interested in what you have to say. Yeah. Um, Wants to support your burgeoning acting career type friend. Thought you were good in Dunkirk. Yeah. What's good? Thought Sign of the Times was the song of the year. Mm-hmm. Now I'm describing me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he he like had to stop Jared and really wanted to talk to him and stuff. Yeah. And it was and Jared, we, it was it was a fun moment of like getting in the car afterwards and being like, "That was pretty cool for you." And he's like, "I don't know." And I was like, "That, that was pretty that cool. Was that good. was pretty cool." Come on, Jared. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Harry Styles was into you. Which is Star Trek ass. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, all right, all right." Yeah. <laughs> I love telling it in front of him because he's like, no, don't tell him, tell him. Tell him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Jared. Yeah. Harry Styles is a cool, he's a cool guy. He yeah. Hangs around, you know, yeah. He seems like it. They're, all those One Direction kids that have oh, like, come around the show have been really nice. I had to work with Liam. Oh, yeah. How was Liam? He was fine. He was nice. He was so, I mean, what are they, 22? Yeah, they're really young. He was so 22. I was yeah. like in a room with him and I was like, this is a 22-year-old dude. Like, it, he's just like excited and like where's the snacks hey all right cool and i mean does a good job it's, yeah and was nice but just like has this energy this very young person energy that um was refreshing that is a good distinct harry styles is famous and the rest of them are 22 yeah. is what it feels yeah. like yeah um but he our our, our boss um Ben Winston, who yeah. directed all of their music videos and has like kind of guided their career, was in my ear when we were producing the segment with um, I had headsets on, yeah, and we were producing the segment with Liam, and I was kind of I had been coaching Liam, so I was following him around, and Ben was like, D -d -d "Keep him, keep him safe, keep the people away from him," and I was like, "What are you talking?" About? <laughs> He's like, "Well, sometimes people c come for him," and I was like, "No, nobody is gonna come backstage on the show, no, and try to get your uh, One Direction boy. He's safe. Don't it worry. Is <laughs> it is sweet. It was very sweet." How paternal Ben is about it. Yeah. Because he really does love those kids. Yeah. And like wants to keep them safe. Yeah. It is, it's a very, it's endearing. Yeah. That yeah. Every other, every other person I've produced, it's like, are they good? What are they doing? And with him, it was just safe. Keep yeah. him safe. Keep him happy. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure he has a good time. Let him know I love him. Yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. 
Um, but yeah, so uh, Wildest Dreams, Taylor Swift. Sw- Sean Jordan, my friend and co-host of the All Fantasy Everything podcast, Style by Taylor Swift is his oh. Every Time the Plane is Taking Off. Listen to really? that song. Yeah. Yeah, I considered that one, but it was, it, 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 it like, I don't like to be jolted yeah that that's like any any like big beginning for a song on a plane like oh no yeah all these songs are pretty like they uh, they ease into it yeah they're like hey you're safe you're okay this plane's not going down my whole thing starts with chaos in here my whole playlist starts with a yeah but you're not even on the plane then exactly you're in the bar smooth from there on out and that's a safe jolt oh yeah (laughs) all right last song to you all right so the plane has landed i've got my uh i've got my my backpack on Mm-hmm. Got my duffel bag over my shoulder, and I'm um, and I'm walking out. I'm I'm the walking out of the tunnel, and uh, as soon as I step out of the tunnel, and Portland International Airport PDX opens in front of me, I can see a Stumptown Coffee mm. from where I'm standing. Legit, it's right there. That's your mother, right? Stumptown Coffee. Stumptown Coffee is my sweet mother. <laughs> no, I stop by Stumptown before I even see I, my mom. I, I I do feel that you who often picks me up from the airport who insists on it. Ah, I know she's very a sweet. Nice. In this one, I'm assuming she's working. Okay. Uh, because I'm I'm a little bit drunk. I don't want right. Yeah, you don't yeah. want her to see you that way. Right. But as soon as as soon because like Portland Airport is wonderful because there's a Stumptown in it. There's a Hollywood Theater in it. There's like a Canyon Zooks. There's like all these local. There's a Burgerville. All these local establishments. They've like set up little uh, satellites in yes. the Portland airport, so it feels like a mini like Disneyland version of Portland. It's uh, true. I think there's like two different like buy Portland stores. Also, there are yeah, yeah made in Oregon, mm-hmm. and there's a mm-hmm. Powell's in there. Yeah, there's a Pendleton shop. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you could go there and sort of get a real feel for Portland, which is probably what they're going. Damian Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers has recorded like a welcome to Portland, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Portland Airport recognized as the best airport in America five years in a row. Go Rip City. Like, it's like, it's really crazy. Yeah. Uh, Port- people from Portland love being from Portland. People, it's one of those cities. This is another one of my junior little theories. I love cities that love themselves. Yeah. Those are all like some of the f- best cities. Like, when you go to New Orleans, people in New Orleans love New Orleans. For me, and I think it's the same cities. Yeah. I, I classify them as cities that have keep the name of the city weird t shirts. Yeah. That, that, it is the same it's the one. The same yeah. ones. Austin loves Austin. Mm-hmm. New Orleans loves New Orleans. San Francisco. San Francisco. Chicago. Chicago loves yeah. Chicago also, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least the comedians we know yeah, yeah, who yeah, are yeah, from yeah, Chicago yeah. love Chicago. Oh, for sure. Yeah. New York loves New York. But in but a different in a different way. New York loves New York, but they would never have the same T-shirt as anyone no. else. No, no, exactly. Yeah, we have I heart New York I shirts, New York. so you guys can all go. Fuck we invented yourselves. loving something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pricks. No, I'm shut. <laughs> shout out to New York. Uh, but yeah, so I'm stepping out. All this Portland stuff is in front of me. I'm a, I'm I'm drunk. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm about to get into an Uber and meet up with some of my friends who are probably out at a bar somewhere, or I'm swinging by the Ace Hotel, drop the bags off, then back in an Uber. Oh, you stay at a hotel in the hometown every time. Uh, Every, my mom is, has since moved on from the guilt of it. Mm-hmm. I am in Portland, which is like a place that you want to stay in a yeah, hotel you anyway. Wanna, you don't want them this, knowing you're, oh, you're coming and going. No, you're seeing cool your friends. Hotel. I'm coming home at 4 a.m. Yeah, I don't want to wake my mom up. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Those are firm beds. At the Ace? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're firm. Yeah. yeah you got, you got a like a bed. real firm bed there. Yeah. And a weird bathtub, too. Oh, I stayed, when I stayed there, I don't think we had a bathtub, um, but I did share a room with Beth Stelling. Oh. Yeah. Lovely friendship. It was, it, yeah, it was wonderful. There, the the shower in the room I stayed in the last night was a like uh, a clawfoot bathtub Ooh. that you had to step up into, like with a shower in it, mm. which is doing a little too much. That's for precarious. Me. I might in my, I think I might be an Ace Hotel person until I'm 35. 
Mm-hmm. And then I might change to a like, more standard. Yeah, I want something a little more comfy. Yeah, a little less like it's cool. There's like vinyl records in the room. When you have like the party that like ends up back at your hotel room, mm-hmm. it's perfect for that. Yeah. But if you just want like a really good bed. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. It's not a luxury hotel, but I do like that they have the um that little breakfast room. In Love the, the breakfast room. You like sit there, there are other people and they got little jars full of different things, yeah. pickled stuff and bits of cheese. Just delicious. <laughs> yeah. Just go get a little manchego, get your day started right. Mm-hmm. There's a stump town downstairs if you mm-hmm. want a cappuccino, it's mm-hmm. perfect. But I do uh, feel like the Stumptowns, I'm, I feel like I get a coffee, like, what are you doing with your coffee kind of vibe from them. Like, don't put that in there. Oh, oh, a little well, bit. What are you doing? A little, yeah, uh, yeah. We don't, yeah, we don't make those. Like, I wasn't going to ask for, for pumpkin you. spice. Come on. <laughs> yeah, where you like, uh, kind of like guard your coffee cup when you're putting the cream yeah. and the sugar into yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You got to go there and get like the cappuccino or the latte. That's what they re- that's where they really saw it. Yeah. 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 Their black coffee to. is a very fruity coffee, which I'm not a huge fan of. Also, it, just in general, Port- Portland coffee, I feel like, is angry with me. Yeah. Like, it tastes like, what do you want? Like, yeah. oh, I do coffee? <laughs> I just wanted coffee. Good, because that's what I am. It's like overly good coffee, <laughs> which I don't super love. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fine with a Starbucks, even though I called it mediocre coffee earlier. Sometimes you want a mediocre, sometimes you want gas station coffee. I just didn't know that he wanted that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to spend a little more. It's guarded. Portland is a guard. It's a dragon guarding yeah. its treasures. Yeah. Oh, I, to, I, I, got, to... I got a few. I got a yeah. few Portland treasures. Okay, good. Um, that, that's, that would be a cute name for, uh, for a little team there. The Portland, Portland treasures. treasures. <laughs> the treasures. <laughs> anyway, I'm, anyway, anyway, I'm walking anyway. out into the, into the full treasure chest. The treasure chest is opening. Mm-hmm. I'm home. Mm-hmm. And so the song Home by LCD Sound System starts playing. Mm. Oh, uh-huh. you're someplace you want to be. Yeah. It's great. You're like walking through the airport, right? You're fully home. You're picking up some steam. Big smile. Like, literally, I can't keep a smile from creeping across my face when I'm home. Like, when I get home and I'm stepping into Portland for the first time, mm-hmm. you know, and like this song comes up. I really do listen to this song when I get off the plane. Really? It's super on the nose, but fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. Keep it playing for one second because yeah. it's about to like... This yeah, is this is just happy. Right? And it gets... And, and busy. It's busy, too, right? It yeah. feels like you're walking... It's like a... Uh, Stuff's happening. Stuff's like, going on. It's like the hipster in his early 30s version of uh, like that song from the beginning of Beauty and the Beast. Oh, you know? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, about, uh, the, the, Another I think the drop... Wait, instead of instead of bonjour, it's like, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? We got voodoo donuts. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think it's about to drop. Hold on. What's We're up to shift. the rogue guy? Is it yeah. rogue? Rogue. Yeah. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh. yeah. Uh, now, we're- oh. now we're driving around Portland. Yeah. Take me home. home. Okay, anyway, you can, yeah. yeah. It yeah. keeps on it, like any LCD sound system song. It's like seven minutes long, oh, and of like yeah, off and, of uh, this is happening from yeah. 2010, um, right? Which is when I was really, really going at it in Portland, right around the 2010 era. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's just like it's just the your home song. It's so upbeat. It it sort of matches my mood anytime I'm there, uh, and I'm just so I'm just so excited to be there. Yeah. So that and then that song comes on. It echoes my feeling already. Yeah. And I'm in a good place. Um. Well, I, I, I feel like we have, as I've said many times here, we have different approaches to this nighttime flight. But yes. I think altogether, this adds up to a very good uh, playlist. I think so. Mine's more of a short flight, excited version. 
Yours might be a cross country red eye. But I think they flow. I think they flow into each other. I think you the could mix, I think you could put these on one playlist and it would work. I, well, I have and I did. Oh, and this is what people can get. Yeah. Um, you, you can find it on uh, Spotify and let us know what you liked and what you didn't. Um, the uh, but but I think that yeah, stuff like the the to live in to to die in L A. Yeah. Actually, I think does flow into the rain song, and then um, I think it does. Oblivion has like kind of an electronic connection to it and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think it still works. I think it's a surprising blend, like peanut butter. Love that jelly. Well, sure, but not with. <gasps> Wait, what? Oh, they go so good together. They go so good together. Or like a Stumptown coffee. Mm, that's angry and with no me. No milk. Oh and God. No milk. Mm, really yeah. tastes Maybe great this is together. Stark. That's yeah. stark. <laughs> um. Thank you so much for doing this. Of course. This thank with you me. for having me. What a, uh, what a fun time. Yay. Yeah. How can people find you? Oh, I'm on Twitter at Ian Carmel mm-hmm. and on Instagram at Ian Carmel as well. And uh, if you enjoy this, check out my podcast, uh, All Fantasy Everything. Where you draft all kinds of... We fantasy draft non-sports things. So like yes. pop culture stuff. A, gr- a great way in would be the parts of songs that give you goosebumps episode. If you like music. Yeah. And if you like me, because that's the one I'm on. And we're talking about music. Right, exactly. It's great. Yeah. I think we... Uh, haven't you only been on music ones? You've done no, a couple. We Last year we did the year-end wrap-up. Oh, that's right. Best of pop culture. Yeah. Which I was thinking about recently, because we talked about music a lot on that one. And I would say last year was a big... Music year, yeah. not a great movie year. 2017? This year, great movie year. Great movie year. Eh, mu- music year. I'm not listening to a ton of music. Other than some rap, I'm not listening to a ton of music yeah. that came out this year. And the new LCD sound system. I mean, there's some good albums, really but they're early. no like, oh my God, the feel that this album changed everything. No. Damn by Kendrick and 444 by Jay-Z were yeah. really good. But of but those two, still... I'm still only listening to like three songs out of yeah. each. They're yeah. not Lemonade. They're not Lemonade. No, but what is? Mm, it's an impossible standard. Um, cool. Well, thank you. Of course. Thank you. Bye, Ian. Bye. Thanks for listening to Cool Playlist. I'm Eliza Skinner. You can find me on Twitter at, at Eliza Skinner. You can find the podcast on Twitter at, at Cool Playlist Pod. You can also find our website at coolplaylistpod.com, where you can also find a link to our Patreon. Go ahead, become a patron. The podcast is produced by Aristotle Acevedo. The theme music is by Ross Bryant. And the art is by D. Billy from Duchess and the Queen Studio. And me. I helped. Okay. Have a good week. <laughs>